is wonderful, sir. Wonderful. All right. You can uh, go to John chapter 8. We'll read there in just a moment. We're, uh, as we did this morning, we're going to do everything we can. Uh, we're going to get out on time, and we're going to be dismissing. But it's going to be, honestly, a very short message, and hopefully, though, the Lord will impress upon our hearts through the symbolism of things that, are, that we're going to be looking at today. But let's begin it all with a word of prayer. Father, I, I come to you, and, and I ask you, please, Please begin in my heart the truth that, uh, that you've placed upon my heart to share tonight. Holy Spirit, I ask you, please, to guide my mind. Spirit of the living God, as we conclude this year, it's, just, it's, it's hard to believe that in reality, in so many ways, that Joe Beth and I have been with this group of people for almost a year now. Lord, a year ago at this time, we just, we knew you were doing something in our lives, but we just didn't know what, we didn't understand. But Lord, you guide us and direct us and your spirit leads and directs. And, and Lord, just as you did then, we ask you to do again now that you would guide and direct everything that is said and done here tonight. Father, I ask you to please cleanse me from anything that might hinder anything that is said and done here tonight. And Lord, I ask you to move through this room, Spirit of God, and touch us to help us to understand why you've left us here. Why you didn't just simply take us to heaven the moment we received you. And Father, please bless. Dear God, please bless. I ask in Jesus' name, always. Amen. Tonight we've been talking about having our candlelight service and I'm going to be honest with you I've never uh, I don't know I don't remember ever being in or part of a candlelight service but soon the day we remember as the birth of Christ will be over it's hard to imagine you know you, you think about it you sing about it you know if your family like Ours was, we started, we started, you know, kind of singing Christmas songs in September. And you start thinking about that day that's coming up. And, um, and honestly, is when we had our children home and uh, in the years that we're, you know, next year, you know, Lord willing, we'll have our, our children and grandchildren with us. And, and uh, so I'll have somebody else preaching then because I probably won't come to church. I'll be trying to recover every moment I can, but uh, no, it um, it's been it was so enjoyable, so many great memories, so many things I wrote to the girls, and one of the girls said, you know, I just wish we could be all be together again as a family for Christmas, and and be just sisters in the home together, and she said something, and I wrote back and I said, yes, I would love to see you all coming down the stairs one more time. 
But soon the day is over, and, and uh, soon this day will be, be over. And it's a, a vacation time, so to speak, for many of you. Uh, you'll, you, know, you may have you know, this week off, some of you do. But with the birth of Christ, the greatest light that would ever shine in the world was lit so that all the world could see the truth of salvation. Now, of course, we know that Jesus was never created and, and never born, but it, it, when it comes to according to the flesh, as, as the book of Romans teaches us, uh, uh, God came in the flesh of man, Emmanuel, God in, in, with us, came in the flesh, the incarnation, and but with the, the birth, man, humanity was able to see the light like he was never able to see it before. The world was in darkness, the darkness of sin, the darkness of self-righteousness, the darkness of hopelessness. There were some that felt like that they, uh, their hope was to uh, to live in some sort of perfection, and, and they were in a darkness of self-righteousness. There were others that understood that they could not live according to this perfection, and they seemed to be in a darkness of hopelessness. And it's much the way the world is today. But Jesus came. He was born. The light of the world came. Now, when he came, he came in a physical body like ours, but he was different from ours. Not in, in again, the physical attribute, but in the fact that death had been passed to all of us because we came through Adam and Jesus had a different father. But John 8, 12 says this, it says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth, uh, followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Since Jesus, the light of the world, came forth, we have all been given that light or the opportunity for that light. And if we've received that light, then with that light has come responsibility. You see, when we were given this light, the Scripture's going to see you in, in just a moment. It's not supposed to be hidden. We are supposed to do something with the light that we have been given. When the light of Christ is in your heart, that light should not be hidden. We must shine in a darkened world. And what's the purpose of light? Light is for warmth. You know, the truth is, the light comes into us. When we receive the light of Jesus Christ, we should receive the warmth of Christ, and that warmth of Christ should pass to others. That love should pass to others. Light is to see things. You know, you, you ought to look at things differently, and, and I'm just wanting to testify, I saw things a little bit differently after I got saved. Now, I'm not saying I changed everything, and I became perfect. It took me a while. Y'all don't understand my humor at all, do you? It's, it's taken me a lot of years, and we're not there yet. But it's the light to see things. Light also helps things grow. Praise the Lord, when the light came in, I could finally start growing. Now, this is what this Christmas is really all about. The candle was lit, and that light has shone around the world for over 2,000 years. 
Now, this, this candle's not going to last that long. And you know if I've already lit it, this is going to be a short message because it's not going to last that long. But the candle that was lit uh, 2,000 years ago, it still burns just as brightly today. And that candle came and lit another and another and brought us to this moment. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. There's a reason that our light shines. Our light shines to glorify our Father which is in heaven. Now our light is to shine. I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you, Brother, uh, what is your name? Huh? Jeremy. I'm really tired, folks. This partying stuff just is, I'm not used to it anymore. Jeremy, I'm sorry, man. Go on, go on and plug that, that light. And, uh, you know, since you're the only young, healthy one, Jeremy, go and plug the other light. I was going to get somebody else up, but I'd never get them back up after they bent over to unplug the light. Yes, yeah, it's, it's two cords right over there. Now, what I want you to do is if you were in this church now, I think the church uh, this year, I believe, 2017, I believe, is 40 years old. But if you were in this church somewhere close to the beginning of this church, and, I, and it may be only one couple, but if you would, if you'd stand. Okay, now, the reason I'm having them stand is because here's what happened 40 years ago. Do you have your candle? Forty years ago, I don't know exactly when they got saved, but I know Jesus came into their lives. And 40 years ago, Christ came, and you can go ahead and sit back down. I'm going to let them sit, but I'm going to let them stay where they are. And 40 years ago, the light of Christ came upon a hill in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, in just a second, we're going to turn the lights out. And when the lights are out, you're only going to be able to see the, the light of Christ, and you're going to be able to see the light that began 40 years ago at Calvary. When the lights go out, here's what I'm going to ask you to do very carefully. Make your way to either one of these three lights. Now, if you were influenced by this couple to come to this church, you were influenced by this couple to keep serving Christ, and you're here today. When the light goes out, I want you to make your way toward them. Now, when you get there, I want you to light your candle and then make your way back to your seat. 
Now, if it's way too dark, I'll turn my cell phone on and we'll just improvise. But we're going to see how dark it actually is. Man, would you turn the lights out? That's pretty dark. If you were influenced by this incredible couple, would you make your way and light your candle by their candle? I don't know if you noticed something, but it was really dark in here just a moment ago, wasn't it? I want you to notice something right now. Have you noticed how quickly it's become brighter in here? How quickly it's, it's become a way in which we can walk, we, we can move? I want you to notice something else. We started with one couple 40 years ago and said, have they influenced your life? And from that couple that was in, had influenced others' lives, the truth is, even till a year ago, they had an influence in our lives, mine and Joe Beth's lives, coming here. And from our life, some others were influenced in here. From Lauren and Randy, they invited. Jay and Jessica. From different ones in here, others have come because of the light. The light that started with Christ. The truth is, many, many years ago, my candle was lit. By Jesus. Now we have some in here that your candle was lit by Christ. You maybe you're just like me. I'll be honest, there was really nobody to witness to me, nobody to take me to church. And one night in my dorm room, my candle was lit. And from that there have been others around this world who their candle has been lit from ours. But this just this church alone, what a difference was made 
by one couple. One couple that, that became faithful and 40 years ago said faithfully, we're going to serve the Lord. And they influenced others. Who influenced others? Who influenced others? Who influenced others? And right now in a room that was pitch black dark, and anybody in here, it was very, very dark. But right now we can all see to move and we can all see to walk around. Now here's my question. What do you think it would be like right now if this room was full of people and their candles were lit? The room would be bright. There wouldn't be one section of darkness. And you know why Christ left us here? He left us here so that we could make our way to some section of Memphis, Tennessee and bring light to it. Because right now there's darkness that covers portions of this city. But somebody's got to care about it. Somebody's got to care about this community that's this right next door to us. Somebody's got to care about this this area of Memphis, the southeast area of Memphis, somebody's got to care enough to say it's, in a, it's a lost and dark world and we can take the light to them. The light of Jesus Christ it keeps burning brightly. It's what happened 2,000 years ago. And on Christmas Day, we think of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who lived and died. We think this day about his birth, where there, as I said this morning, peace came. And that peace came to give me peace. And that peace came to bring peace to my wife. And that peace came to bring peace to my father. And that peace came to bring peace to our family. And that peace came to bring peace to the people in this room. That's why Christ came. He came to be a light to the world. And he said, please, when your light's burning bright, don't put it under a bushel. Don't hide it. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Take the light to a lost and dying world. One light, the light of Christ, has continued to burn for 2,000 years and Christianity continues to burn in a lost and dying world because some continue to spread that light. When enough has been reached, there's a greater light. So our light shines to others. Our light should not be hidden from a dying world. 
a world of darkness. Our light lights other lights as we influence the world. A few lights that shine bring a little light. If more shine, there's more light. And if many shine, there's a great light. And that's why Christ left us here, not to be hidden, but to shine forth. I'm going to ask Brother Hopper if he would lead us in Silent Night. We're going to sing all four verses of Silent Night. As the candles burn brightly, and ask that God would use us as a candles in a, in a darkened world to take the light of Christ. You probably, hopefully, you'll know the words without the books, but if you need it, you can turn to it. But he's going to sing loudly. Go ahead. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace, silent night, holy night shepherds quake at the sight glory stream from heaven afar heavenly hosts sing alleluia the Savior is born, Christ the Savior is born, silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face, with the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, silent night, holy night, wondrous star, Lend thy light with the angels' 
let us sing. Alleluia to our King. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. And He came to bring light to a lost and dying world. He came to bring light to each of us. And John 8, 12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And folks, I beg you, never stop following Christ. Africa is called the dark continent. Christianity flourished in northern Africa at one time. But now it's a darkened continent because somehow they took the light of Christ over the centuries and they put it under a bushel. They hid it. And it's a dark continent now. And everywhere that you go, you try to take that light and you're walking in the darkness. So carefully walking in the darkness because it is so dark. Just don't let Memphis become that dark city. I'm afraid there are dark cities over our nation right now. And honestly, we're a very dark nation. But thank God there's still those that are lifting up the light of Christ. Hold up your candle and hopefully it won't pour down on you and burn you. But that's what we're supposed to do. Don't hold it down. Don't hold it low. We're supposed to stand out proudly, not proud of our own, but proud that we have a God who cannot fail, a God of gods, King of kings, Lord of lords, who humbled himself and came as a little babe in a manger for us. And he's left us here that we would spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, the light to a lost and dying world. Be very careful. I don't want you to get burned by the, the wax. But now just if you would carefully blow out your light. Again, hold it very still because it may pour out. It's a dark world, very dark world without Christ. Let's never let our church or our nation or our city become this way. And we're going to have a 
short invitation. We're almost on a new year, but I'd really like to challenge us as a, as a church and a people. Oh, again, if you're not saved, it's, it's a wonderful time to come. But if you are, wouldn't it be a wonderful time to commit to come to continue to spread the light of the gospel that is shown forth through Jesus Christ. I'd like for the man just to maybe, uh, Vince, if one of you men could just open the back door and give us that much light. And I'm going to have this light. I would have kept you with your own lights on, but I, I would be afraid someone to get burned. But I'm going to give an invitation. Let's all stand, and we won't have, I'm not sure if you can play, but if one of the girls can play in the darkness, I'm not sure the 